Hello, and welcome to episode two of the How to Start an RIA podcast. I'm your host, Greer Rubling, owner and operator of Advisor Transition Services. If you haven't listened to episode one, I suggest you go back and do that. I take some time to explain my background, my business, and my reason for creating this podcast. That being said, let's get into episode two. What is an RIA? So the term RIA is actually an acronym for the phrase registered investment advisor. A registered investment advisor is really kind of difficult to define with full accuracy and confidence. In fact, while attempting to do research for this episode and define the term, I Googled the phrase, what is an RIA? And the first hit I got was from Investopedia. I actually think the definition they've provided is overdefined and misses the mark, so I'm not even going to bother reading it for fear of confusing you. The term RIA refers to a firm that provides investment advice to others for a fee. Now, I've heard the term used to describe individuals before, but that's technically not the correct use of the term. The term refers to the firm or the company. The individuals or advisors of the firm are the investment advisor representatives, or IARs. Consider for a minute just how confusing that is. The RIA is the firm. The IAR is the advisor representative of the firm. The term IAR can actually refer to the individual who's the sole owner of the RIA or any of the other individual advisors that are part of that RIA. Same letters, different order, totally separate meaning. RIA, firm. IAR, advisor within the firm. Not to be confused with the term IRA, which is an acronym for individual retirement account, another very commonly used term in the industry. Hats off to the people responsible for that one. As if it wasn't confusing enough for the people in our industry, imagine explaining to a prospect or a client that you're an IAR who owns an RIA that helps them manage their IRAs. I almost couldn't even finish that sentence. This is where we use the head explosion emoji I mean, clearly that's not recommended when you're speaking to clients and prospects, but it's still worth noting how confusing it might be for individuals who are Googling the term or hearing you use the term in reference to your newly created business. Once you've done a ton of research and you start using RIA in your everyday language, it it comes across that way to your clients and, and they might not necessarily understand that. Want me to make it even more confusing? There are two common ways to spell the word advisor. A-D-V-I-S-E-R or A-D-V-I-S-O-R. The legally correct way to spell the word is A-D-V-I-S-E-R with an E, not an O. That's how investment advisors are referred to in the Investment Advisors Act of 1940. I mean, both spellings are common and accepted. I actually prefer to spell the word with an O. I think it looks better. I named my business advisor transition services spelled with an O, so don't expect me to use the technical legal spelling anytime soon. 
So let's go back to the Investment Advisors Act of 1940 that I just mentioned for just a minute. It's also commonly referred to as the Advisors Act. It's what defines fiduciary duty, which is actually a big part of what an RIA represents. Following the theme of this episode, I, <laughs> I'm going to confuse you just a little bit more. Technically, the Advisors Act doesn't actually state that an RIA has to be a fiduciary. It states that advisors cannot engage in acts that would be fraudulent, deceptive, or manipulative. It was actually a 1963 U.S. Supreme Court case, SEC versus Capital Gains Research Bureau, that determined that that particular statement actually means that an advisor is a fiduciary. So basically, the Advisors Act implies that an advisor is a fiduciary without ever actually using the word fiduciary. Sidetrack, sorry. So what is an RIA? An RIA, by my definition, also known as a registered investment advisor, is a firm that provides investment advice to others, individuals or institutions for a fee and is registered with the Securities and Exchange Commission, the SEC, or state regulators. There it is. Um, I will get into the part about the registering with the SEC versus state regulators in a later episode. Um, now, if you want to know how to start an RIA, well, you're in the right place, obviously. I'm going to continue creating episodes for every aspect of the process, everything I can possibly think of. Some of the episodes will be short and simple like this one. Some will be long, packed with tons of information, maybe even a little bit boring. I'll try to be as informative and entertaining as possible. That being said, let me do what this industry does best and ruin a perfectly good piece of content with a bunch of disclosures. Number one, I am not an attorney. Nothing I say can be considered legal advice or legally binding. You will absolutely 100% need an attorney during this process. You can reach out to me if you need a referral to one. I have plenty that I work with. Number two, I am not a compliance official. Everything I say is meant to be a guideline. You still need to do the research and due diligence for your own situation. Every situation is different. Rules and regulations are changing constantly. Compliance is a major, major issue in this industry. Uh, you can reach out to me if you need a referral to a compliance partner or firm. I can get you one of those as well. Number three, I am not an advisor. I have never been an advisor. I do not own an RIA. I will never own an RIA. I am a consultant who has worked with a number of, of advisors throughout my career who have started RIAs. Um, I've done a lot of research and continue to do a lot of research on the topic I really want to help you create a successful business and be your best self. I'm just providing a place for you to start, um, an information bank, if you will. I collect the information, provide it to you in an easily digestible format, and trust that you will do your part to turn that information into action. If you do need some more one-on-one -on -one assistance, just reach out to me via my website, advisortransitionservices.com. Uh, with an L, and we can start, you know, we can schedule a free consultation and talk about what that looks like. Um, thanks again for listening to the show. 
A link to my website is in the show notes. Reach out to me if you have any questions, comments, or suggestions for episode content.